It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Clug Show. Again, thank you for uh, week after week being a part of this award-winning podcast. Uh, we thank you. And again, if you haven't gotten caught up, you can get caught up anytime. Every episode is available. Plus, all things JLNK by heading over to jlnkshow.com. What I'm going to deal with uh, on the podcast here today, what makes an ideal breast? <laughs> I think it's all breading, right? It all comes down <laughs> yeah, to the breading. Absolutely. And how fresh out of the fryer it is. Ooh. You put that in the fridge for the next day, pff, you might as well be eating some fucking moth- mothballs. Uh, we'll talk about the ins and the outs of the penis pump. I had no idea penis pumps were still a thing. I remember they were always in the back of the porno mag. They're like, you put this on your shaft, you'll gain six times how big it is. Yeah, top that knobber. Uh, percentage of men who purposely take a condom to a funeral... From what I understand, there's a lot of sex breaking out at those funerals. We'll we'll strangely look into it. We'll talk about Gen Z and their sex recession. We'll talk about some terrible people, including one woman gets knocked up by an evil spirit. And then uh, we touched on a little bit on the Trust Real Radio Show, but we do have the worst person on the planet, but that comes at the end. We'll get a little more graphic and a little more in-depth with this terrible, terrible story. But first, let's begin. We'll get the breast stuff out of the way. Can I interest you in free drinks? Absolutely. Warren, I'm going to have to see them titties. Show me them titties. Hey, catch me that day before payday, and I might give you a peek. What do you got over there? Is that a B? Are you a B or a C cup? Answer honestly. Is that a B or a C? What are those titties? I don't don't know. Uh, Take a guess. I mean, it's more than a handful. I don't know what a cup size even is. Put your hand up there. Squeeze that titty a little bit. <laughs> See that? That's, oh, that's about a C. Oh, all right. That's three free drinks for you at a bar in Australia. No, oh, no, it would have been three free drinks, but a bar is now apologizing after they ended up being, well, uh, scorned on social media because they were offering free drinks based on bra size. I could understand how this would be frowned on, but I know some people would be pretty excited about it. They said, uh, well, we'll get to the explanation here in a second. They did say the bigger, the better, you know. Yeah. Uh, A cup would get you one, B cup would get you two, (laughs) C cup would get you three. You got got a pair of the the Ds, double Ds. Uh, You could probably drink for free all night. Uh, As you might expect, the backlash because of the promotion uh, uh, came quickly, especially with a bunch of bitter bitter A-cuppers out there throwing a fit. Uh, Pictures of bras hanging from the walls of the bar were added to their social media. uh, The the feedback, the bar acts, the promotion, and promised all future campaigns will be reviewed by senior management to ensure they created an inclusive environment for all patrons. So I don't know if the inclusiveness meant, uh, you know, your your A-cups, your B-cups, or your C-cups. Or if maybe there's just some dudes who felt like they weren't included. You know, you're going to get a couple of dudes and say, wait a minute, where's my chance to get a free drink? Yeah, what was that? Uh, the, the guy who sued Hooters back in the 90s that made all the headlines. Right. He's like, I want to be a Hooters girl. You're like, you fucking ruined it for everybody, dude. Right. There's always that guy. What is the ideal breast? Men and women. In a study published by the Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery Global Open Determine the characteristics of the ideal breasts. Researchers at New York University found that moderately sized breasts with greater volume 
in the top half earned the top score compared to other breasts. Greater volume in the top half. Moderately sized bosom, but top heavy. Okay. Size and symmetry uh, were not crucial factors. What's that shape you always, size you always bring up? 34 longs. She got them 34 longs, I like. Gross. Tucks them into her pants when we go someplace nice. Uh, I always found as long as the titty fit the person it was on, you're usually pretty all right. They gathered images of breasts of 25 women. I like this. I like this study. This guy's like, you know what we need to do? Figure out the best titty size. Titty size. Average age of the woman was 47. This is a 10-year survey. Half men, half women. They were presented two-dimensional photographs, three-dimensional dimensional imaging of breast samples, asked to assess the breast attractiveness. It's a rough gig. Surveying a large and diverse population, they say moderately sized projected breasts with upper pole fullness were found to be associated with increased attractiveness scores. I don't know what any of that means. Oh, upper pole, uh, pole fullness refers to the volume of the breast above the nipple. Oh, so if it's like teardrops and they're real full below hand, then right. it's not very bueno. Right, right. If they're looking at the floor... You're like, oh no, this is no good. <laughs> uh, they added that these breasts had more contour, yes. upper pole fullness, and perk. It. Perk is very important. The distance between nipples was narrow, narrower, and the breasts were positioned close together. Okay. They said the distance from the nipple to the fold under the breast was shorter. Hey, that's a pretty fucking in depth. Researchers noted that the use of photographs... This is more than I thought about the shape and size of a titty ever in my life. They say researchers noted that the use of photographs may have hindered participants' ability to fully appreciate the breasts. Uh, They say that this study was conducted uh, because plastic surgery is uh, crazy at an all-time high thanks to Gen Z. Breast lists and augmentation are becoming more common requests. Hmm. Remember, everybody went to school with that one girl who was rumored to have a breast reduction. Like, oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. She got him taken down a couple of sizes. You're like, no shit. Monkey Brewster got skinnied up a little bit. All right, we'll look a little further south. Penis pumps. I guess they're still a thing. How long do you think the penis pump has been around? Since at least the early 1990s. Uh, 1874. Okay, that's considerably longer than I thought. Penis pumps are big business, by the way. Millions of dollars every year made on the penis pump. It means that somewhere out there, there's like a CEO of a penis pump company. His name is Austin Powers. He's yeah. like, I will charge you $1 million. Oh, he's got a nice executive parking spot. He goes to his office every day and yeah. you know, puts his kids through private school with penis pump money. Well, as long as there's been ding-dongs, there's always been insecurity about the size of your wang. Study found that all males have experienced sexual performance anxiety related to their junk. of men feel shame about their penis. So here comes the penis pump. (laughs) I feel shame about the things my penis has made me do over the years. The penis pump was introduced in 1874. It's been around ever since, changing and improving as technology has allowed. What was it made of even back then? There was no plastics. It's all like what, whittled? It's wood. Tree bark. Made of an old femur from a cow. One big question, do they work? The answer is yes and no. 
No pump is going to permanently boost the size of your pecker. However, you can increase the blood flow to your penis, giving the guy the ability to achieve full engorgement. That's something every woman <laughs> wants to see. Would you like to see my fully engorged penis? Yeah, would you like to see it at its most formidable? Yeah. And it has staying power when it counts. Experts agree that uh, pumps can help men by giving them longer-lasting erections, and most men and their partners report satisfaction with the penis pump. So people are people are happy with them. They say the pumps aren't a cure for uh, ED, though they should be seen as a replacement for medical or psychological treatment when it comes uh, to your penis. Of course, buying a product like a penis pump, it says it pays to be a smart shopper. Oh yeah, you got to read all the reviews. Yeah, pump pretty good. Consult the doctor. See if you're a good candidate for a penis pump. I would never bring that up with a doctor. It says don't pitch the instructions. Read them. Follow them to the letter. A warm compress is a good idea before you get down to business because because a pump can make your unit cold to the touch. Oh. That is weird. I, I, I thought it would have been the opposite because all, all the, the blood's blood. going, yeah. right? Pace yourself. Pump it three times, count to ten. Until you're where you need to be. <laughs> too much or too fast can result in pain, <laughs> bruising, and discoloration. Uh, just go nuts. Just it's huge. The most important part of purchasing a penis pump is to protect yourself by making sure you get one that is FDA approved so that you know that it's safe. They have FDA approved penis pumps. I guess. I thought it was like novelty shit from the back of porno mags. Weird. Percentage of men who purposely take a condom to a funeral because they think a funeral is a great place to get laid. Other than Will Ferrell's character from Wedding Crashers, I would say maybe 1%. Four out of five. Wow, that is very high. 85% of dudes are taking condoms. Like, where do you think you're going to fuck at a funeral? I don't know. Oh, uh, the grief? Uh, That that, that front car with all the doors on it. (laughs) Your libido kicks in. When you're at a funeral, because the grief is about the loss of closeness, the loss of intimacy. That's why your libido kicks in when you're at a funeral. 80% of dudes say, yeah, I take a condom. Four out of five dudes. That's incredible. Hey, we're some hopeful motherfuckers. Not going to lie. I'm impressed. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's better to have one and not need it than need it and not have one. When it comes to the sex, getting down and dirty, there's very little interest from Gen Z. According to a new study, 40% of Gen Zers say they've never had sex. 13% said they're getting it once or less per year. 37% of the Gen Z population say they have sex once or more in a month. There's a brand new book out. It's called Laid and Confused. Why we tolerate bad sex and how to stop it. They say there is a sexual aversion to a generation that is currently maxing out at the age of 24. So that means your 18 to 24-year-old crowd... That's what you're supposed to be doing the most sex, has, right? ...has very little interest in sex. They put the blame so, uh, uh, squarely on what? The goddamn internet. Yeah, social media. She says that young people have been uniquely inundated with toxic imagery surrounding sex. It's actually disrupted our abilities to feel pleasure. Even though Gen Z is better at analyzing their own sexuality, they aren't necessarily closer to building affirming and pleasurable sex lives. They know what they like. They just don't know what... They don't want to go do it. Weird. 
It says they've invented spending large amount of times in bed, a lifestyle known as bed rotting. We talked about that on the show, but they aren't doing much sexually in bed. And it's wild because the the technology of getting getting laid has here we been, go been with these kids since the jump right here. Uh, they're suggesting one of the reasons is because Gen Z has been inundated with titillating imagery from an early age. It may have numbed them to the idea of sex and the pleasure that goes along with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, how old were we when we first saw our first porno, pornographic magazine? Shit. Another study found 81% of single men found sex to be less of a priority than it was before the pandemic. So what drives you now? Because when we were young dudes, it was all about getting women to get the sex, to get the license, to get the women, to get the sex, to get the job. Research found that 60% of dudes under the age of 30 are opting for single life. That's up from 51% just four years ago. 61% of dudes under uh, under 30 are saying, eh, it's better to be single. It says some who want to go for a real-life connection say the intimacy goes away after sex once social anxieties start getting in the way. Wow, that's crazy, man. We've ruined these kids. Yeah, that's crazy. The internet has ruined these children. That's insane. All right, here you go. Here's a couple of terrifying stories. We'll start with this woman right here real quick since we're talking about not having sex. This woman evidently not having none of it. She's 19 years old. She claims she's never been intimate. All right. Yet somehow she is pregnant. Okay. The the unnamed Mm. woman said she was walking down the street and someone threw it on her. And now she's... No, that's not (laughs) true. I was going to say, get the fuck out of here. Skeet, skeet. I mean, that, hey, that is more believable than I'm sure what you're about to say. Unnamed woman was interviewed by a local television station. She said that she was experiencing strange dreams and feeling supernatural presence in her room. Shortly after these mysterious events, she says she started missing her periods. Her mom took her to the OBGYN for a checkup, and an evil spirit is responsible for knocking her up unreal. Now, if you knew it was an evil spirit, wouldn't you take a trip to a clinic? You're like, I can't have this child. I think my in-laws used to say the same thing about me. That's an evil spirit. Most believe that she just doesn't want her parents to know the identity of the dude that she was given the business to, and he was given the business to her. Uh, So she uh, obviously concocted the whole uh, evil spirit story. Hey, again, she'd have better luck saying that somebody ran down the street and threw it at her. Yeah. feel bad for the parents they're like oh yeah yeah this happened all right this story is fucked man and and if you if you're sensitive this is you probably just want to duck out of the old podcast right now we touched on this the other day on the terrestrial show but we didn't get into the real details some teenagers have been arrested after capturing a swan and eating her on memorial day leaving four baby swans without a mother the swan had a name the name was Faye. She and her four babies were kidnapped from a small pond in New York. The Saturday before Memorial Day, they were last seen by a village employee who was tending to some flowers there in the little neighborhood. One man has been arrested from Syracuse, New York. He's been arrested in connection with killing the swan, along with a 16-year-old and a 17-year-old. The more you read about this story, the worse it is. 
Police say all four baby swans have been found. They're cool. They're in the care of a biologist right now. The teenagers have been charged with felony counts of grand larceny and mischief, as well as misdemeanor counts of conspiracy and criminal trespass. They said, the, the kids said that, oh, we mistook them for ducks and we thought they were cool to eat. But everyone that, that comments on this story locally says that this lineage of swans is like this town's pride and joy. It's the and, mascot of the town. Yeah, and they grew, the kids grew up not too far from this pond, so there's no fucking way that they would know, that they wouldn't know that that wasn't an important bird. The teenage dickheads climbed the fence in the middle of the night. They captured Faye, the swan, held her down, and killed her. The teenagers allegedly killed Faye at the pond and then brought her home to eat with family and friends. The family and friends of the suspect told police they did not know it was a swan, but thought it was just a very large duck. I'll be honest with you, I'd make the same mistake. Matter of fact, I kind of thought they were one of the same anyway. Uh, So they were not aware that they were eating a wild animal, which turns out isn't all that wild if it was the neighborhood mascot. The teens were not... You also need to kind of wonder what kind of family life they come from, where it's totally normal for your teenage kids to come home in the middle of the night with a fresh duck to cook for you for dinner. Yeah, if my kids brought... We we live in a regular neighborhood. If my kids brought (laughs) home a duck, I would say, there's something fucking shady going on here. Yeah. Uh, Father, eat this bird. They say the teens were not planning on eating the baby swans, but they told police they intended on raising them as pets. Oh, that's very sweet. They adopted some orphans. Two juveniles were released to their parents on appearance tickets. Now, imagine that. Everybody says this entire town wants to fucking just crucify these kids. Sounds like it. Now, imagine you're a parent. Your kid is like, um, can I have a moment, please? You're like, yeah, what do you need? Uh, okay, this is going to sound fucked up because it's fucked up, but um, my buddies and I, we killed a swan, you know, down at the pond, you know, and the, you know, we fate, ate fate, it. The town mascot? See, and, uh, well, we ate it, and we kept the baby ducks, and, and so we're going to raise them, but the cops know who we are, and we have to go down to the police station so that I can talk to them. Wait a minute. Start that story over again at the beginning. I just, I need you to take me down to the police station so I can answer to these charges, and then they're going to release me. And I get to come back home with you. I mean, was it like that South Park episode where Cartman made, made Scott Tenement eat his parents? He's like, made you eat your parents. Like, I made you eat the town mascot. It's going to be pretty close. Teens didn't necessarily show remorse, according to... Hey, they arrested that 18-year-old, and he was fucking laughing and smiling his, yeah. entire, his entire perp walk. Yeah, they say the teens didn't necessarily show remorse, but probably regret regret doing what they did. The parent, uh, teens apparently did not know that the swan was considered the mascot of the of the village. Although everyone seems to disagree with that. Uh, according to the teens, no idea of the significance of the swan and what they had, what they were to the community. It doesn't matter. Even if it's just like a regular run-of-the-mill strange swan, that's a fucking bizarre thing to do. Oh, no! Faye had a husband! Oh, and they, if you're about to tell me they made for life... They do made for life. Okay. This is, makes it even sadder. Uh, the town's biologist will take care of the husband. His name is Manny until they can find another location for him. Why do they have to kick him out of the... He, why do they have to take him out of his home? They say swans made forever. Losing Faye will make Manny become combative. So he has to be removed from the pond. Oh. So now he's going to be aggressive. Anybody's like, you fucking killed my wife. And anybody that comes into the pond, he's going to be like, my son. Yeah, he's like, there's the murderer. And then he's going to attack him because he's aggressive. And we've all seen videos. People getting chased by swans. Yeah. Scary. They're Hilarious. Fucking super aggressive. Yeah. 
So there you go. There's your worst person on the planet. I told you, man, that was going to be a rough one. And it was. All right. Well, thanks for checking out the podcast. As always, uh, you can stay up to date again, jlnkshow.com. And uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.